Hi, welcome to Friday. This is Dr. Baker Baker uh, with Helpful Temperament Moments and we're winding up on 101 and 102. I'm going to give you kind of an overview of these temperaments. Now remember, we're talking again about the temperament is the ingrained you. It is not your personality. Your temperament does not change. God is not schizophrenic. He does not have you being one thing this year and the next thing the next year. You move from weaknesses to strengths. You move from, uh, you know, in the Bible it talks that you go from glory to glory to glory. Um, you move from, um, uh, you have understanding of who you are. You have understanding of where you're going. It's like you're, you uh, line upon line, perception upon perception, your perception of who you are. As you move into the things that he has for you, they will grow. Now, we're going to talk about uh, some of the inside ways that people think. We're going to talk about uh, uh, some of the inside ways of 101 and the way that they think. We're talking, we'll be blend, uh, talking about the intellect, the control, and the affection in these things. We'll talk about mainly how they're going to act. This is important for the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. So these things are important when it comes to your interacting, your interacting with these people. And so I'm just going to read you a few of the notes that I have here. Okay. And uh, they want you, if you are an apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, for you to be intellectually superior to uh, the general people, but not to hold yourself intellectually uh, 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 yourself in an intellectual uh, contempt or appear to be arrogant. They don't want you to be arrogant, but they do want to know that you know more than they do because otherwise, why come to you? So the areas that you will be dealing, you will be interacting with them on and the areas that you will be assisting them in is the areas of their weakness. But if you actually realize this, then when they come with their uh, uh, intellectualness, when they come with their super brightness and stuff, those are not the areas that you're going to do. You know, I've had where I've had um, physicists and rocket scientists and all of this to come into my counseling practice and I let them know, you know what? I don't know anything at all about what it is that you're doing or I know very little, but that's not why you're here. Why you're here is because of thus and this and this, and this is where I am an expert in. This is what it is that I am to impart into your life so that you can have a better life. So apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, this is the area. These are the things that you are to do. You have to have some insight into being able to find out what this person needs. And this is what it is when you edify the body of Messiah. You can't be, uh, uh, you can't, it can't be all about you, but it has to be about that other person. And especially when you're talking about, uh, the temperaments of 101, um, because number one, uh, they're going to want to know that uh, you don't have to have a degree in, um, you know, in whatever it is as an apostle or any of those things. But they have to know that you understand the word of God. Uh, uh, she expresses as a melancholy but responds as a phlegmatic. Therefore, therefore, there's a fear of rejection. 
and not wanting to be put down and <clears throat> uh, the rejection is not a gr as great as the melancholy could be where uh, uh, they have this moderate type of, of, of rejection. They would have this moderate type of rejection but there's an independence in there and a motivation. So when you give this person a task to do, you're going to trust that they're going to be able to do it. And what you're going to do is you're going to find out where they're the strongest at, and then you're going to encourage them. And as you encourage them, they're going to go forth and they're going to do powerful jobs. They're going to be such an asset to the body of Christ. They're going to be an asset to your team. They're going to be an asset. And then they can start things. But remember, here it is. You give them a project. You're going to have to make sure to let them know you don't have to carry this all by yourself. What's going to happen is you're going to have other people to help you. And God's going to bring those people. If some of those people may be from your past. Some of those people may be from different walks. Some of those people may not even uh, be believers or whatever it is. But you're going to excuse me, you're going to have help. You're not going to have to do it all alone because if you do, ah, they will shut down. So having a plan, letting them uh, describe the plan to you, letting them know what it is, letting them letting you know what it is that they see and being able to do this and you picking one or two points that can help them, that can propel them into doing what needs to be done. You're going to see a great team leader because they are a team worker. They are not independent. They are not someone that just gets the plan, shows it to someone else, and then walks away from it. They want to be able to be involved. They want to see it happen. They want to work with others, and they want to see the manifestation of the thing that they're working on. Fabulous people, fabulous to work with, all of these things. But the more you know about the people that you're working with, the more that you're going to have uh, be able to help them to do what it is to do. Remember again, that's the end of what I was talking to you about. As uh, And remember their energy level, they're going to work on their own time. They're not going to work on your schedule. Probably people that stay up late, sleep, uh, stay up late, sleep, sleep late, okay? But when they're up and when they're doing what they have to do, or if they find something that they have to do early, they will do it early, okay? That's the completion of number 101. Going into number 102. Um, you know, they don't, they don't want, um, you have to maintain prof a professional attitude. You have to maintain a little distance until they really get to know you. They, uh, again, too, because remember, some of these temperament traits are the same, 101 and 102. They still have some of the same temperament traits. You know, being courteous. It's not about them being, you being their best friend. It's not about you being their buddy. Um, you know, uh, it, it's not about here this pastor is and this being your buddy and, this being a, a kumbaya moment or whatever it is for them. This is about assisting them to do what it is that they need to do. Learning their ways, learning their outer expressions, learning their personality, because the personality part of them will change, okay? As their temperament, as they grow and understand really who it is that they are. But you have to help them to be able to recognize this. But what has to happen is this. They cannot see you as... Uh, a domineering, uh, dominating person. They have to be able to see you as one that's there to walk alongside, that's one to help them and to encourage them. You can't fall into their bad behavior. You can't try and make them happy or any of these other things because that's not going to work for them. Uh, 
they have a, a dry, uh, uh, you know, this this weird sense of humor. Uh, and, um, you know, what this does is helps them to reserve their, their energy level, you know. Uh, they can sit up and you think that they're there and all of a sudden they've gone someplace else. Woo, you know. Um, uh, you can't, you know, if you threaten to punish them, it's not going to do any good. If you threaten to give them something, it's not going to do any good. So, you know, what you have to do is find out what motivates them and what makes them, you know, what makes, what helps them to be able to achieve their purpose. They have to see the purpose of it, whether it's in college, whether it's in ministry, whether it's in business or whatever it is, they have to be able to see the end from the beginning. They have to be able to see something, okay? Um, these are people that don't think they have any problems, you know, as the other people that have problems. And, um, you know, if the other people were happy and if the other people were better, if the other people, if the other people, they have a other people complex sometimes, um, you know, but these are the pendulums that they sw swing on. And when they swing onto this one, then now they have all the problems, but they're not going to tell you they have all the problems. What they're going to do is they're going to, they're going to try and work them out for themselves. But one of the things of it is if you can find a trust level with them and to be able to pull them out, to have them to understand that you accept who they are and then they can accept who they are, that there is nothing wrong with them, that God has made them this way and they have strengths and they have weaknesses, but you're going to help them to recognize the strengths and then you uh, you uh, let them know that their strengths are something that's important and that they are needed in this place that they belong then you're going to have someone that's going to be able to work with you and if you as an apostle prophet evangelist pastor and teacher fall into any of these things and you want more help you can contact us at www dot mtem inc dot org and i would be more than help more than happy to uh contribute to your growth and uh your understanding of yourself and the people that you work with i went a little bit over today but i thought it was worth it so i will see you next week when i'm here with helpful temperament moments this is dr baker baker saying goodbye